Owners of a direct care practice are more likely to experience higher job satisfaction than the insurance-based practice, and it's no wonder why. Direct care is independent of insurance. Patients pay the doctor directly for their expertise. The doctor gets full autonomy in how they care for patients and how they get paid. We've chosen this path for the love of medicine. This is the direct care way. By listening to this podcast, you may even start to believe that you too can have a successful direct care practice. Come listen with an open mind as I share my personal journey on how I pivoted from an insurance-based practice to direct care right in the middle of the pandemic and the valuable lessons along the way. This podcast may be the very thing you need to revitalize your medical practice. I'm your host, owner of a direct care podiatry practice, Dr. T. Nguyen. If you are just learning about practicing medicine without insurance, and it's confusing to you, then this episode is for you. So often I get the question of where do I start? Like, how do you price things? How do you market? How do you make money? When do you make money? You know, there's a lot of uncertainty as we dive into something that's totally unfamiliar. And in medicine, it's still very unfamiliar to have a medical and surgical practice that is cash-based. And I am so grateful that I've had mentors before me show me exactly what that life can look like. And as a fully cash podiatry practice, I'm here to share with that information with all of you. So if you're a specialist, an MD, a DO, or a DPM, and you're interested in practicing medicine, owning your private practice without the hassles of insurance, and you want to make a lot more money in doing so, you're in the right place. So welcome to the Direct Care Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I recently took on a call and the doctor had told me that they were interested in direct care, but they were in transition. They wanted to sell their insurance-based practice, but also have a direct care practice in a different community. The question was, where do I get started? And the first thing I want to get clear is, do you want a hybrid practice where you're still in insurance, maybe just a few or maybe just one? and everything else cash or were you looking to try to have a little bit of both where you also get where you get the safety and security of the insurance bound contracts but also you're wanting to make a little bit more money offering cash services now here's the thing about having one foot in and one foot out i'm not a fan i'm not a fan in surfing the gray waters of insurance because the repercussions are costly If you are in a situation where you're kind of in a hybrid and you offer medical care that's considered a covered service, like a consultation or a variety of services, if you are a specialist uh, doing procedures or surgeries, then you can be found liable for a breach of your contract and your insurance contract. So let's take, for example, you want to have a medical practice and you are already contracted with Medicare. That means that No matter where you practice, whether you have a secondary office or you're doing televisits and you offer a Medicare beneficiary a service that is covered, like a consultation, you are obligated to bill that insurance. You can't cherry pick when you'll bill insurance and when you choose not to bill insurance, even if the patient agrees to pay you cash. Your contract with Medicare or the government is to always bill the insurance for covered services. So you can't choose to not bill them simply because you have a different office location or you're trying to bill a direct care practice 
separate from the insurance-based practice, or even if you're trying to do telemedicine and telemedicine happens to be a covered service. Now I know the covered services definition changed from time to time. I just had a patient whose medication, who had to go through a prior authorization because his insurance changed that they wouldn't cover this medication anymore in a time frame of like a month. So we know insurance has changed quickly without informing patients or doctors of these changes. And so as of right now, let's just say theoretically that telemedicine is covered. You want to offer that service, but you want it to be cash. However, you're bound by that contract insurance. So what's the workaround in making more money if you still are bound to insurance contracts? Well, the first one is very simple. It's, a, it's what we all start off with, and it's offering non-covered services. Depending on your specialties, if it's like a procedure that you know isn't covered by insurance anyway, and you do exclusively that, or you do a lot of those things like PRP injections or laser therapy, you can create a cash practice around that, and that would be fine. The gray area is if let's say the patient comes in and they want to have, I'm a podiatrist, so I'm going to talk about toenails here. They have nail fungus and they want to buy your laser therapy. But then they also want to talk about getting a um, medication that requires a prescription and then you bill the patient for that office visit and laser therapy. But you are contracted with their insurance. It doesn't have to be Medicare, it could be any other insurance. You are obligated to bill their insurance for that office visit for the prescription that you wrote. You cannot decide to not bill them because they bought the laser package and then you also bill the office visit on top of that. Some people choose to have a package which is all-inclusive while some others may choose to have a separate office visit and then the service. Either way is fine, but you need to know and be very clear about how you're billing the patient. If you are billing the patient for the office visit, that is a billable service. If you choose to collect cash and even though the patient agrees, even if they sign papers that say, I know that I'm paying cash for this covered service, you're going to be in violation of your contract. And that can mean a couple of disciplinary actions short of getting kicked off the insurance contract or having to be reimbursed money to the patient or the insurance contracts or more legal issues around that. So for me, with my bandwidth of brain power, it was never really my intention to ever stay as a hybrid. It was only a transitionary period. And that's something that I want doctors to know that if you are in the insurance model, but you're looking to transition out, just know that that little hybrid is not a state of permanence. You're going to have to decide to either go fully in, you know, stay with the insurance contracts or fully out. And I know there's going to be a lot of consultants out there and even a lot of doctors who are doing some version of a hybrid. And I'll just be very transparent. That is not my area of expertise. I don't have any interest in trying to ride the gray lines. There are even huge industries that do this kind of gray area type of practice where they have a membership, but they're billing patients for those individual services that are billable. So they're technically a hybrid, but also a kind of concierge too. So they're doing a little bit of both. I'm not the expert in that and I have no desire to fuss with the government or any other huge entities that have deeper pockets than I do. I wanted my practice to be extremely simple. It had to be clear. It had to feel ethical. And I just wanted to be able to practice medicine the way I saw fit for my patients. And I want to be paid for that. So that is my 
kind of two cents about doing the hybrid. If you're going to try to have a hybrid or have multiple offices where one practice does just cash only while the other practice is contracted, I'm sure there's always a way around that, but those are the implications if you happen to get caught in between something and you find yourself in a legal situation, which I try to avoid at all costs. There are situations where doctors who may be contracted with locums and it's through locums that the doctor is contracted with in order to bill out the services to get paid for insurance. And those doctors can certainly have a cash practice doing other very specific things, like again, a non-covered service. That's an option, but that's also out of my area of expertise. I practice medicine quite simply. I have services that patients want and they pay for that. It's as simple as that. And that has allowed me to decrease my overhead expenses dramatically. It has also helped freed up a lot of my time where I would otherwise be doing paperwork. I'm spending that with patients. So I'm developing a longer lasting, deeply connected relationship with my patients who I get to enjoy every time I go into the office. I know who to expect. We have an ongoing conversation at each visit. We keep up to date as to my life with my kid and their kids and their family and their grandparents. And for me, that's deeply rewarding. Sometimes I get patients who just come to me for a second opinion and, or maybe it's just a one or two visit encounter and it's, it's perfectly fine. I have a great mixture of all the things, but ultimately I get to choose what I want to do and I get to choose how much I get paid for that service. And I think to me, if we can find a way in the current state of culture where we get to enjoy that fully, then more doctors would likely stay in medicine. But instead, when we're dealing with insurance, we're having to see a whole lot of patients, spend very little time with them, get paid very little. That's not even sustainable for a private practice this day and age with the rate of inflation and insurances are still going to decrease physician reimbursement. I find that to be really wild and just not a very positive projection for doctors in private practice. What I do want you to think about is if you are in the insurance-based model, whether you're employed or you're just newly at a training and that's all that you knew, or you own your practice and you're looking for kind of a way out. A lot of us are looking for a way out, but you wanna stay in medicine. What do you need to do? I think first off, you just have to make that decision on whether or not you're going to be a hybrid or 100% cash. When I said the hybrid, I had mentioned that I was going through kind of a hybrid process where I was slowly opting out of insurances, which is the way that I would recommend you going if money is kind of a barrier for you. Um, If you don't have money as an issue, there is an unlimited income uh, source for you, then you can do whatever you need to do. But for me, because I did rely on my revenue, I had to be very careful about opting out because once you start to opt out, you'll see a decline in your patients volume, but eventually it'll catch up and you'll see more and more patients who will pay you cash. You'll never have to see as many patients in the cash practice as you would in an insurance-based practice. So so ultimately for me, the initial discomfort of creating something new is worth it. Now I get to enjoy a direct care practice that is fully free of insurance restrictions and 
I'm so happy that I made it through the hardships. Now, some of you might be in the hardship or just kind of surfing the waters of what direct care looks like. And I want to be able to share with you my journey and the journeys of others as a way to preemptively prepare you for that next phase. It's not always fine and dandy. It's not without some challenges or even self-revelations about who you are as a person and as a business owner. But there are just some things that we really need to get clear on. So if you're wanting to transition your insurance-based practice or really insurance-based mindset into a direct care type of practice, you're in the right place. And I have the courses, the coaching, it's all for you in the show notes. What I tell all of my clients is you really need to get clear on what it is you want in your life, not just in your day-to-day practice, not just making more money and seeing fewer patients, but ultimately What do you want to create in your life, your legacy, and the message you have for younger generations who are likely looking to you, following your footsteps, and maybe choosing a path of medicine for themselves too? For me, I have a five-year-old who, if she chooses medicine, that would be really awesome. And if she didn't, that is totally fine. But I know that she looks up to me as a model of what could be. So for me, it was really important for me to go through the hard stuff. And the hard stuff was opting out, making decisions that was going to work for not just myself, but for my family so that I had a schedule that was flexible and available for my daughter, pickups, you know, drop-offs, family functions, travels, whatever, right? The lifestyle that I have and I craved that I wanted, I had to create. And there was no way I would be able to have that level of freedom if I continued on with insurance where I was not getting paid enough, I couldn't keep my doors open, I was constantly stressed about where money was going to come from, where patients were going to come from, and all the nuances that really can impact your quality of life in your mind, the way you even think about the world. It wasn't too long ago that I was completely jaded about medicine, that the practice of medicine in this day and age was way too hard for me. I almost thought about quitting medicine and just doing something entirely different or just simply staying at home and doing whatever I wanted to do at home. You know, that is that was something that I thought could have been my dream life. But then I realized how much I loved medicine and how much there is to offer to the world that I wanted to leave behind a legacy of my life, of my name, into something a little bit more productive. That's not to say there's anything wrong with being a stay-at-home person. If that is your life, that's gravy. For me, there was a set pathway that I really wanted and it took some action that was very hard. And that hard action step that I had to take was really to decide to do it all in or not. So that hybrid transition was the transition. I didn't live there forever. I lived through opting out of insurance until I had one left. And then I kind of thought about, can I have a practice with just the one insurance and everything else was cash? And then I realized that that was just not the way I wanted to have my practice. I really wanted to be all in. And so when I finally opted out of that last insurance, which didn't really pay that bad, it was just the administrative work I had to do with the prior authorizations and, you know, just dealing with the things that are involved with the insurance-based practices. You know, people have this expectation that everything should be covered under their insurance. You speak of something being an out-of-pocket expense and it's suddenly a drama series of, oh my God, I can't believe that to be true, you know, right? And if you've been there, you know that sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle to 
talk to patients about money when they have insurance. So that's not to say they weren't willing to pay for some of these out of network options, but I just really wanted to disconnect from that entirely. You know, after all, I had a podcast that talked about direct care and I didn't want to show up as somebody who didn't have a fully cash practice. I really wanted to show you and the people who are looking to us into medicine to know that we can have a medical practice that was worth fighting for. Yeah, direct care practice is one that I fought for and I continued to fight for. We are in the less than 1% of medical doctors having a practice that is independent of insurance. And it's really hard to show up every single day with colleagues saying it can't work. It can't possibly work. Or, you know, they're just constantly fighting at their own beliefs that how could this even be possible? How do you even do surgery? How do you even get people better? You know, like all of the questions and stuff come up with their own judgment, with their own insurance-based mentality. So that's what I mean by the insurance-based mentality. Everybody thinks it's supposed to be one way, but we as direct care doctors are showing up a totally different way. We all have the same training, the same medical training. We're just choosing to live it a little differently in private practice. It's important to get very clear on what you want in your big picture kind of goal in life. And then from there, take the steps that are necessary to move you there. Can you have a hybrid practice where some of your, what you do is a cash-based service while the other is insurance contracts? Yes, you can. Am I the person for you? No, I'm not. I am completely detached from anything related to an ICD-10 code, a CPT code, a modifier. I can joyfully erase every single email that has anything to do with educating myself on billing practices and so on because I'm at a place in my practice that is just so easy it feels really silly to add on any more of these administrative work and i want that for my friends for my colleagues for people like you who really want to continue to practice medicine but it's going to have to be on your own terms you want to make a lot of money you want to have a lot of time freedom and you want to be able to leave a legacy for others to continue on into medicine because the current culture that we have right now with the insurance-based practices where a lot of doctors are burning out, they're talking about how much they hate medicine, how much they were promised things and it was just never met. That dialogue will always be there. And it's unfortunate because that's gonna be the majority of what people hear about medicine. And I wanna flip the script. I wanna be the person that says medicine is worth doing. People need doctors, people need high quality doctors, they need happy doctors, they need people to push the needle in this direction in a positive light for those who want to have a private practice that is profitable and is worth having. What I have right now is totally worth having and I want that for you too. If you really truly want to have freedom in your medical practice, direct care is the way to go. If you enjoyed this episode, share this with a friend who needs to hear about practicing medicine without insurance. I would appreciate that so much. Catch you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe so more people like you can have access to another way of practicing medicine, the direct care way. Let's connect. Find my info in the show notes and send me your questions. It might be the topic for future episodes. And lastly, if you remember nothing else, remember this. Be the energy you want to attract. See you next time.